Good evening. Welcome to Tuesday Evening Chapel. We are attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ because Christ is risen. Okay, we need to practice that one. Christ is risen. He is indeed. No, the, re the response I'm looking for is He is risen indeed. One more time. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. We're going to sing some songs and look at some scripture and just remind ourselves one more time that um, Jesus has risen from the dead. Uh, we celebrate Easter, and then the next thing we do is celebrate Mother's Day, or I don't know, something. Um, we, just, we just tend to move on. Do you think that's going to work or no? After this, Joseph, who was from the town of Arimathea, asked Pilate if he could take Jesus' body. Joseph was a follower of Jesus, but in secret because he was afraid of the Jewish authorities. Pilate told him he could have the body, so Joseph went and took it away. Nicodemus, who at first had gone to see Jesus at night, went with Joseph, taking with him about 100 pounds of spices, a mixture of myrrh, and aloes. The two men took Jesus' body and wrapped it in linen cloths with the spices according to the Jewish custom of preparing a body for burial. There was a garden in the place where Jesus had been put to death and in it there was a new tomb where no one had ever been buried. Since it was the day before the Sabbath, and because the tomb was close by, they placed Jesus' body there. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been taken away from the entrance. She went running to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Jesus loved. We don't know where they have put him. Then Peter and the other disciple went to the tomb. The two of them were running, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and saw the linen cloths, but he did not go in. Behind him came Simon Peter, and he went straight into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying there and the cloth which had been around Jesus' head. It was not lying with the linen cloths, but was rolled up by itself. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in. He saw and believed. They still did not understand the scripture which said that he must rise from death. Then the disciples went back home. Mary stood crying outside the tomb. While she was still crying, 
She bent over and looked in the tomb. And saw two angels there, dressed in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head, the other at the feet. Woman, why are you crying? They asked her. They have taken my Lord away, and I do not know where they have put him. Then she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? She thought he was the gardener. So she said to him, If you took him away, sir, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and get him. Mary. She turned toward him and said in Hebrew, Rabboni. This means teacher. Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet gone back up to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to him who is my father and their father, my God and their God. Oh, we've got to do it again. Christ is risen? He is risen indeed. Okay, so read this story with me. Next, I need the next slide. Thank you very much. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to us by miracles, wonders, signs, which God did among us through him, as we know. This man was handed over to us by God's set purpose and foreknowledge, and we, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on it. Right, we just need to go back and read that last part of that sentence one more time. Because. Oh, sure it was. Okay, one more time. Because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. He is alive. Jesus is alive. Christ is risen. You may be seated. You may be seated. You're getting the gist of what this is about. <clears throat> Just want us to celebrate his resurrection. I think I want to ask a question before we sing the next song, and we may skip the next song. Uh, Christ is risen? So what difference does that make? Eternal hope for you? What difference does that make? Okay. Different. Say again. Abundant life? Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah, if he's not alive, we're in trouble. But, I, but I, and I want us to think about it just a step further, just, just more than, excuse me, I'm running out of me, um, more than just the immediate. What difference does his resurrection make in our day-to-day? 
in our relationships, in the way that we work, in what we think about our homework. Well, absolutely right. And so what's that do then? If we can see from here to eternity, what's that, what's that do to the rest of the stuff? Gives us hope? Yes, absolutely right. Changes the nature of it. Say again. Eternal life, yes. We're going to skip that song. And I need the Hebrew slide. If he's truly risen from the dead, then it must make, must make every difference in every part of our lives. So read this with me. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Christ is risen. Absolutely. We are worthy of all that we offer you and so much more. We confess our need of you to help us live resurrection lives. Pray for your help. That the lives we live, the things we do, the things we think are worthy of you. And we pray it not just for the sake of our relationship with you, we pray it for the sake of the world. those who don't know your worthiness yet. So help us, we pray, to, for our lives to be living testaments of the truth. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Go in his peace. Thank you.